Hi, I'm Sydney and I am a servant of the Almighty God. I am also the founder of SOTAG, an organization of people who believe in truth, love, and the brotherhood of mankind. I have been doing this series of sessions, right? And I always plug my upcoming book, which has all the inspirations that I got, the latest book. So I'm going to plug the book again. Here it is. Oh, it does that every so often, right? <laughs> the, here's the book. It's Humanity's Inflection Point. And I thought, just a second, you keep plugging this book, but what is the book about? Well, Humanity's Inflection Point is the latest in this inspiration that started when I was like, I guess, 13, somewhere around there. I had this really interesting experience where you know I went out fishing I had a couple as a teenager you know I had a couple of cigarettes taking a, a puff and my breath locked and I felt like this terminal breath where I, I couldn't get the next breath and I collapsed and I found myself in this place of light where I heard and I heard, could hear people in the background talking and they were basically saying why you know I hear and there multiple people then saying well why don't we just welcome him he's already here and then I heard this dominant voice say, no, because no one knows where he is, and his work is not done. I was a teenager, I was 12, 13, something like that. And then I woke up, and I was in the, gra in, in the dirt, and I had to dust myself off and stuff, and I was all groggy. And, and I got home, you know, I, I, I staggered back for a while, and I got my cell bearings and headed back home. But the thing that stuck with me was, I could feel, you know, the place was, was, it was light, it was bright. I didn't see anyone, I just heard the voices. But I felt this warmth on my skin. And it came to me that that was not, it, was, it wasn't the wind blowing. It was love. It just felt wonderful. You could feel the love on you. I mean, it was amazing. And to be honest, I didn't want to be here. I wanted to be back there. But then I was like, but he said, you know, I could go back because it says, you know, it's like almost like, you know, you can't come here yet because no one knows where he is and his work is not done. So that went away, you know, and, and many, many, many years later, you know, a teenager did all kinds, of, all kinds of crazy stuff. That's what we do, right? And I kept, you know, went off and lived life. Many years later, I felt this need to go back to church. Something, something was pulling me, I guess. And that's why I wonder whether it's, you know, it's this call, chosen kind of stuff. I, I don't know. But it's like, no, this thing happened to me when I was like real little. Now I'm a man and this thing is pulling me back. You know, I didn't know that. But I went to church and I couldn't feel. I, you know, I, I felt something, but it was something was missing. So I started fasting for weeks. You know, I had to fast for like seven days, ten days, four days. And, and pray, fast and pray. And that's when I asked him to, you know, give me the strength to serve his will above everything else. And that's when these things came to me, verbally. I mean, I would be lying in bed and it would be like, Sydney, write this, you know. And it, that's where I got, that was many years ago, this is quite a few years ago, this is like early 2000s, right? And it was, our science reveals God's methods. So if your science reveals God's method, so I say our science reveals God's method, okay. And then you know the key 
to meeting God's expectation of us is self-control. Not controlling anyone else, self-control. And I realized, yeah, I can. I, I drink alcohol, but I don't, never, no one can ever say they saw Sydney drunk. Never. Right? Well, when I was in high school, it's a different thing. <laughs> there was one time in my life. But doing this, you know, doing this with self-control, and I realized even when the Son of Man walked on the earth, he, you could hang out anywhere. But with self-control, right, puts you there. You, don't, you do not go off the edge, basically. And then the third message that came, you know, one night woke me up. Diversity is his. As servants, we must honor his diversity. And so, again, I explained all in the book. The latest stuff now that, that, that inspired this book, the hip, you know, Humanity's Inflection Point, this one is kind of like mind-blowing. Because what happens with this is I got the explanation of God designing evolution. And the three big things that religion should be bringing to us all the time, right? One is the rule of law. And so you hear it a lot. But those are the laws, the commandments that apply to all of us and no one is above it, the rule of law. So religion should be emphasizing that and emphasizing that we all exist in the presence of the living, omnipresent, omnipotent God. The other thing, that, that, I mean, this is its recognition of that all our science and technology are revelations from God for our benefit. And that is, that is big, because it's kind of obvious as well. Because we, like I talk about the periodic table and all these elements, right? The ability to predict what we previously thought was random. There's a lot more in the book, but you know, this is a synopsis I'm trying to get into here pretty quickly so that you understand. But that's a big part because we realize that all these things around us were already there. DNA was there before the dinosaurs. It's all, it has all been there. And so what we are uh, receiving now, what he is revealing to us, you know, our science revealed God's method, which I got years ago. It's these are all revelations that manifest His omnipotence. It's showing us how powerful our Creator is. That He created this billions of years ago, and this is why one of the one of the key things is as we as our knowledge grows, we are recognizing basically the laws of creation the laws of nature, but even when we get to the animals and we look at DNA and we look at, you know, as, Dar as Charles Darwin discovered, right, and on the evolution, on, on, on the origin of species, evolution, and that caused a big split. So I feel kind of lucky because I am dedicated, I'm kind of religious skeptic, uh, but until I recognize that the role, the critical role that religion plays, because religion is the foundation of our moral compass. This is where the rules that we should live by comes from. They're not serving it very well right now, and that's where the, the humanity inflection point, because religions have been taking us down, taking us down. 
being divisive, wars, hate, all of this stuff. And so it really is meant to be the moral compass for all of us. No scripture was given to a group to create religion. The scriptures were given for all mankind. But man has taken it and did. But that doesn't mean we throw that throw it away. It's again it's education. So when they recognize, when all religions recognize that they are the first implementation of the rule of law, it becomes kind of unifying. Especially when now they need to start exalting our Creator because we are recognizing His omnipotence. All our science and technology are based on revelations of things that existed billions of years ago. Evolution itself is a, an auto, autonomous process designed so that we, the genes themselves, can adapt based on external conditions, again, autonomously. And so that it, you have the, the generation and formation of mutations which predominate based on the external conditions. That is where we want to go. We can't do it with flesh and blood as yet. Again, think about it. Our knowledge is so small. A couple hundred years, you know, a couple thousand years, right? The, the modern modern science and technology that's based, that, is, that we exist and, and do so, so much of our magic on, right? His billions of years. So that's why we haven't, we haven't, and we, when we know close to finding that spark, that is life. And so that spark, the same thing that, that causes bees to be able to communicate where they found food and salmon to find back where they were born and butterf the, the butterflies to navigate, all of these things, that's, it's deep within, that's the, that's the omnipotence, that's the majesty of our creature being manifested in front of us. And more and more, as our, as our knowledge expands, we have to recognize what we thought was random. They are rules. Just like you know, I talk about the weather, right? With the weather, it would seem pretty random until you found the rules and we can predict. Well, much of this, we can recognize there is a deep intelligence because these things, a bee being born, right? You have this pupae, this lava. It, it's already, already embedded deep within this. I can speak the language, I can read that language when this, when this um, mature bee tells me where he found food. I can tell by this, the signs for the, for the fish and the, and the birds and the bees, they can tell by the signs that we still can't read, but we know that because it's predictable, they will do this. We know there are laws that govern it, the laws of creation. And so the book goes a lot into that stuff, and I don't want to go on forever. I mean, again, this is a synopsis. There's sections on, on growing spiritually that I talk about, you know, the rule of law and those who will not, the role of demons and angels. I mean, I know we don't talk about that stuff a lot now because it's kind of like, well, no, we, we, but I believe, and this is the, by inspiration, I would wake up with all these things. I mean, just like when I was getting those verbal that I wrote, I would wake up with my head filled with these things and I just sat writing. And then I formulated the chapters and I put it into the book because as religion has taken us down, knowledge 
knowledge which comes which comes from the same source as the scriptures is taking us up and uniting us no one debates you know phone technology tvs the, the technologies the underlying materials and knowledge the underlying because we didn't create the periodic table we did not create any of these things dna we did not create it's all being revealed to us it's been there forever and as our expand our knowledge grows it's just an expansion of the revelations just like the prophet muhammad and buddha and all his messengers they brought they saw truth and they brought it to us now we have we have lots of people out there seeking truth and this is what i love about science and what it's why i you know i was science-based i mean i'm a software engineer we you know on all kinds of systems right for everything from you know big data all this stuff that's what i do i love science i had a teacher who says you know physics is life and i love that i believe that because the light we see the frequencies you know the sounds everything it's science it's science well, you had to be from science base to start recognizing, wow, that gap, that scientist that was random, now we're recognizing, no, it's not random. There are rules that govern it. And once there are rules, it's no longer random. So as we, with AI, and move towards machine learning, machine, our machine learning, where the machine can based on experiences, add to that database that it, it queries to figure out, okay, how should I react to this new you know, circumstance that I'm encountering, this new set sequence of events, then I have to look in my database. Well, that's what God, in, he put that knowledge down at the genomic level so that based on external conditions, the genes can start making those changes which caused the formation of mutations. And this is what Charles Darwin, Charles Darwin recognized. Again, he was inspired to find this so that we move forward. And that's one of the, the, the sad things, religions that reject God's knowledge because they want to live 2,000 years ago or 1,000 years or 100 years ago. They have been rejecting the omnipotence of the Creator. Again, I go into all this in the book. This is just a synopsis, and it's taking quite a while. So get a copy of the Humanities Inflection Point because it goes into what the future can be when religion recognizes God's omnipotence and start teaching it. All the, th the good things that can flow, the inflection point from being divisive to recognizing the Almighty and where it can take us, the, one of the greatest forces on this earth, the unification of exalting the same creator, the one who created nature, put all these laws that are undeniable. So it doesn't matter which faith you, but when you, which faith you subscribe to, when you recognize the one creator, you know, like the, like the sun, the, the earth, rotates and we cannot deny day and night we cannot deny the laws of nature we cannot deny the one creator that's where the inflection point comes and i know it's been it's taken what two thousand three thousand years for this for us to be where we are the mess that we're in but he has provided all the tools the internet 
this medium so that the inflection point may come in we don't know 2000 years 1000 years 500 years whenever but this is the knowledge this is the genesis of that information and others will feel this and they will this again would be a seminal work that tends to get us in the direction of the one the one omnipotent god that all religions must exalt and that it's really the inflection when the inflection point will come so once again you've got this synopsis there's a lot more in there thank you very much for taking the time and until may god bless thank you